Uh, good afternoon, everyone. It's Dr. Nigro again, our next episode of Psychology Unplugged. Thank you for all of your comments, feedback, suggestions. Uh, it's been really fun connecting with people across the globe. Um, and a lot of you guys are coming in from different parts of the country this week for neuropsychivals. I will give you my contact information, as always, at the end of this episode. But uh, Julie and I are uh, truly appreciative and uh, never believed the podcast would reach as many people as it has. Uh, today, uh, we were able to connect with a, uh, with a guest speaker on uh, with a very relevant topic uh, regarding alcohol and developing a healthier relationship with alcohol. You could trace alcohol back into the Bible. Uh, Noah was a drunk uh, after he got off the ark. Jesus made turn water into wine, so alcohol has its, its roots throughout history, but Nick Allen uh, had de has developed this uh, incredible program for, I think, developing a healthier relationship with alcohol. So Nick, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us about your program. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm excited to be here, and thank you so much for, for having me. Um, so yes, I'm the founder and CEO of a company called Sunnyside, and our mission is to help anyone who regularly drinks alcohol to just be more mindful and intentional about the role that alcohol plays in their overall health and wellness. And unlike a lot of the other kind of services out there in the market, when you kind of look at the space for alcohol health, uh, we're really focused on helping folks um, kind of achieve goals around moderation and mindfulness without the pressure to quit entirely. Uh, our philosophy is that, you know, much like we've learned to manage many other areas of our health and wellness, like diet and exercise and mindfulness, small changes uh, that kind of stack up uh, feel like a, a more effective strategy for many who are seeking to make a change, but who aren't necessarily interested in the sober lifestyle or in that huge leap of going from, you know, a, a kind of baseline towards absolute zero. And so instead, we, we really help, help folks. We meet them where they are. We really help them to, uh, to make changes on their terms and to drink a little bit less and be a little bit healthier uh, without that kind of overarching all-or-nothing pressure uh, that you kind of see in, in some of the other um, approaches out there in the market today. And Nick, what was what was the basis or the premise for starting this program? Yeah, so I'll, I'll share a little bit about my personal backstory, and then I'm happy to kind of talk about either the, the origin story of Sunnyside. Um, I grew up in a household with, with two parents actually in recovery from alcoholism. Um, both of my parents made the decision pretty early on in my life that alcohol didn't have a place in their lives whatsoever. And so they decided to, to take the sober path. And that, that decision had a profoundly positive impact on myself and on my family. Um, because my parents, you know, became kind of healthier and, and more whole people uh, as a result of, of that kind of choice to, to you know, cut alcohol out entirely. What that meant for me as I was kind of growing up is, uh, and really starting to explore my own relationship with alcohol, is my parents really helped to instill in me an understanding about, you know, why they made the choices that they did around um, choosing to, to be sober. And that's a choice that for many people is, an, is the right choice, and I have the utmost, uh, utmost respect for, for that decision. But for me, as I was kind of getting to know myself and my relationship with alcohol, what was important to me was, was keeping, keeping things front of mind, keeping my drinking habits front of mind, understanding that I had some of the same tendencies that my parents likely did as well around, around consumption, um, but also feeling like that, that kind of, sort of decision to cut out alcohol out entirely never really felt right to me. And so over the last, you know, now 10 plus years of, of exploring my relationship with alcohol, for me, it's, it's been much more important to keep the habit in front of mind, manage my drinking, just like I've learned to manage, you know, diet and exercise and calories and steps and whatnot. I keep it in front of mind so that I don't let uh, the habit kind of sneak up on me like it did for my parents. 
And so, uh, you know, in a recent, um, you know, a few years ago, actually, I, I found kind of my drinking get getting a little bit out of balance with where I wanted it to be relative to my overall kind of health and wellness goals. And I decided to, you know, seek technology to help me make a change to uh, just kind of keep keep my habit front of mind. And what I found when I kind of surveyed the market for existing, you know, apps and services in the alcohol health space is that there's a massive concentration of apps and services really purpose-built and branded towards helping the quote-unquote problem drinker on a path to complete sobriety. And then virtually nothing out there that was to kind of fit the needs that I was looking for around something to be kind of more mindful, to do a little bit less, to focus on kind of incremental changes, and to help me kind of get alcohol back into balance in my overall, in my life. And so that was kind of the origin story of Sunnyside. I, I realized that there was likely many millions of people like me who enjoy drinking and for the most part and have no desire to quit entirely and yet for who, for whom you know drinking a little bit less uh, was a was a major unlock for um, improving other areas of my wellness like you know sleep and you know mood and you know my likelihood to exercise and my decisions around food there were just so many reasons that I felt that you know making a change to my drinking was um, kind of a high high leverage investment in my overall wellness even though I didn't want to kind of you know cut myself down to zero. And so Sunnyside was born out of that realization that there were likely many other people like me who are interested in making a change, but not interested in kind of the all or nothing approach that's, you know, kind of dominated the, the care model around alcohol um, you know, for, for many decades at this point. And was there a specific uh, age group or population that you were going after or was it just for the general individual who drinks or drinks too much? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a huge population of people that I think Sunnyside uh, can, can be relevant for. Um, you know, 47% of U.S. adults say that they want to cut back on their alcohol consumption. Uh, and actually, one in three adults in the U.S. drink what the CDC design, de- defines as an excessive amount. And so we've got a, a broad swath of people for whom alcohol is maybe a little bit out of balance in their lives. And that spans, you know, age, genders, demographics. You know, alcohol has such a prevalent uh, role in our society, as you mentioned at the, at the top of the of the pod, of you know, dating back to you know millennia at this point. Um, that you know, virtually anyone who is drinking and interested in making a change and and, and ultimately interested in um, improving their overall health, uh, I think Sunnyside can be a relevant service for. So that leaves us with a massive population, as you can imagine, uh, in the U.S., uh, not to mention uh, around the world. Well, I mean, especially during the pandemic, uh, you know, doing diagnostics and, you know, Julie doing meds has seen a, there's a huge increase in the United States, I could speak, but I'm sure yeah. globally with people during, you know, the throngs of the pandemic and, and the quarantines, you know, the United States, um, alcohol, um, their liquor stores were considered essential businesses because the concern for like uh, immediate withdrawal. Do you worry about delirium tremors? Do you worry about uh, possible seizures? Do you worry about uh, death? Um, and I think everybody was drinking more during the pandemic. Uh, everybody was yeah. everybody was isolated. So did you do you think you saw an uptick in subscribers during that period? Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, the data definitely doesn't lie. Um, there was a recent study in JAMA that found that there was a 41% rise in unhealthy drinking habits and drink behaviors during the pandemic. And that same study pointed to three in four people drinking more in 2020 than they did in 2019. So this is a, a massive, massive kind of impact to our societal relationship with alcohol, this disruption, the isolation, 
the change to habits, for many people, it did lead to um, alcohol getting out of balance in their lives in some way or another. And so, you know, we, we launched Sunnyside just before the, the pandemic kind of shut, shut the world down. And we certainly have seen that, you know, many folks pointing to changes related to the pandemic as, as a reason that, that drinking got a little bit out of balance and ultimately as kind of a key motivation for them to, to get started with us in order to, to make a change. What's so important to realize, though, with, with this population, you know, you're talking about three out of four people who uh, were found to, to drink more in, in 2020 and, and over the course of the pandemic. Uh, this is not a, a, an issue that only affects some small percentage of the population. This isn't, you know, the problem drinkers and everybody else. This is the majority of, of folks who are um, leaving an opportunity to manage their overall wellness more proactively on the table by not being more thoughtful about about their consumption and, and about uh, you know, when and how much they're drinking. And I think um, in, our, in our culture, you know, in the United States, I think we're very much a culture of don't tell me what to do. Don't right. tell me I, ha- I, I, I we're, I think a very, sometimes a dichotomous culture. I'm going to drink or I'm not going to drink. And, and there's, there's a lot of, um, uh, there's not a lot of gray area, but we don't like being told what to do. And I think in your model, you there's a coaching aspect to it as well. Yeah, that's right. And so, you know, to your point, you know, our, our system is really designed around helping you and, and individuals reach reach what healthy drinking means for them and not to push some kind of specific agenda on them. And I think that really is a key part of the Sunnyside program that makes us quite different is that, you know, our coaches are working with you to help you reach your goals. We're not telling you, hey, you shouldn't be drinking at all. We're, we're helping you get to a place that, that feels healthier and, and feels like a change and, and, and you know, catered towards your very specific goals. So yeah, in addition to our, our program, which which consists of um, creating weekly accountability plans for yourself so that you're kind of setting an intention for yourself for, for the week ahead rather than us pushing an agenda on you, um, gives our coaches the opportunity to work individually. And we, we do all this via text message, so it's really discreet and you know, right, right, right in your text message inbox. But we, we give our customers the ability to get coached and get the encouragement that they need when they want kind of a human interaction. Um, that is catered towards what they told us that they wanted to achieve rather than us needing to say, hey, you should do this or you shouldn't do this. Um, and to enter you know, that, that point, this, this idea of kind of all or nothing, uh, you know, telling you not to drink at all or, or pushing the, the kind of, um, you know, sobriety on folks who maybe aren't ready or aren't ready yet for that decision um, ultimately alienates many people from ever starting on the process of, of building healthier drinking habits in the first place. And so we know that, you know, 90% of those who drink an excessive amount are not diagnosable with alcohol use disorder. And so for that 90% of people, you know, changing habits is, or changing drinking is really about habits and psychology, not about, you know, some kind of addiction that, that might warrant a path towards uh, complete sobriety. So, hi, Nick. It's Julie. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. Great to hear from you. Yeah, so um, I had a question for you. We did talk about this briefly when we first spoke. Um, f- first of all, you're in California, right? That's right, yep. Yeah. Um, but what I wanted to ask you specifically is how did you find the people that are actually coaching and what are their backgrounds? Um, yeah, so yeah. So, so our coaching program uh, consists of a, a number of full-time coaches who are um, – not licensed therapists or psychologists, but who are who go through a certification program that we've designed in partnership with with, with a doctor and a, a licensed uh, substance use expert. So all of our coaches are trained and certified. Um, our full time coaches are, are are trained and certified uh, to help with kind of support and encouragement. You know, we're not going to get deep or or you know provide medical advice or uh, or kind of 
you know, therapeutic services, but we are there to kind of provide tips and encouragement and help, uh, you know, help kind of give you nudges in the right direction. Um, and it turns out that what people really need in, in, on this journey is, is more of a, of a friend and a, and a peer rather than, you know, a medical uh, intervention. And so, so that's kind of the, the core of our coaching program. And then the other thing that we do that's really cool is we actually have a pathway for Sunnyside members to uh, kind of graduate into becoming part-time coaches on the platform. And so oh. often the folks that you're working with on the day-to-day basis with Sunnyside are, are actually people that have been there and have made a successful change with the system who started in a place where, where they were ultimately interested in, in making a change to their habits. And so that empathy and that kind of peer-to-peer model makes a huge difference in, in the quality of care and the quality of, of kind of support and encouragement that we can deliver because these are folks that have been right there with you. And uh, I think that creates a sense of trust right. and a sense of, of safety ultimately um, to help folks be vulnerable on this journey and also make the changes that they're really seeking, seeking to make. And important to make those changes and then have them stick for the long term. Right. And I, and I think you say, I mean, I think it's about also being human. And I think that that's, that's part right. of why we wanted to have you on is I'm fully, you know, out saying, and I've mentioned this before, I when we first started over a year ago, Core and I, Core and I were doing telehealth at home uh, in an apartment, <laughs> we were renovating our home and we literally had like no space, but we were doing telehealth and, you know, it, it was in the throngs of the pandemic and we noticed that we were habitually drinking um, probably a little bit more than we would normally drink because we were holed up in an apartment most of the time. Um, and also I think to assuage, you know, probably some anxiety. And I think that that's what, why everyone started drinking during the pandemic. If they didn't start, they were definitely amping up their, their volume because of the pandemic, because it was so, it was so discombobulating. It was such a time of enormous fear and no, like it was unpredictable and uncharted waters. I feel like I say this to our public because I, and also my patients. So I, when I see a patient and, you know, everybody wants to feel better yesterday. And by the time someone gets in my office or I'm doing a telehealth, you know, with them, appointment with them, they're already, you know, just in dire need of help. And very often, if not more than often, it's either marijuana or alcohol or both if it's not something heavier. Um, but, you know, I love that I've been able to successfully use this program to feel so much healthier, but being so much more mindful of and accountable of drinking. And, and I was able to kind of take a step back and feel much healthier. And, um, and sharing that with other people, particularly my clients, but also with the world, um, that this, this program really works and I'm really grateful for it. And I, I've, I've put this in, uh, in a lot of my neuropsych evals recommendations and I, I've even extrapolated it, Nick, to people who want to reduce, uh, mar- marijuana use, um, want to reduce, um, nicotine, uh, other, uh, maladaptive habitual behavioral patterns. So I think there's a lot of, uh, uh, multiple utilities. I think this program really offers, and I don't remember how. I, th- I think I came upon it as a, as a, as a pop up on my phone 
Yeah. And it was something I was looking for. I was like, well, this is a really interesting idea because, you know, you have the, the AA model, which is complete abstinence. And I've said this before. I, I, don't, I think AA works not because of the 12 steps. It works because there's a meeting going on every minute of every day. And you, you are with individuals who are on a common path in support, in recovery, in sobriety. But I, what I don't like about AA is you always have to call yourself an alcoholic. And we don't do that with any of the, of the other disorders that you have to say, hi, I'm Don and I'm an alcoholic. And that could be after 37 years of sobriety. And I, I don't agree with that. I think it's, it's, it's a very negative label that somebody has to stick with. You don't you, you if you don't you know, like in AA you don't say hi I'm Ron I'm I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm a recovering drug addict so I yeah, think they do that in NA not all the time it's more more it's more in AA no I think I think they do it in NA as well oh, it's the same model get it get it together wait. yeah well <laughs> seriously yeah <laughs> but I, I'm just saying most people I've met who have substance abuse don't introduce themselves and say with the, with that 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 moniker of I'm a recovering drug addict. I think it's much more, in, you know, grain with. Yeah, AA. and I also think that what I love about Sunnyside is that, and you said it earlier, is there's no shame in that game. It, there's no shaming whatsoever, and we can so easily become ashamed of ourselves as humans. Like we get down on ourselves. Sometimes we're our own worst enemy. We can get very discouraged, and being in a field where we're constantly trying to encourage people and help people to live the best life they can. This is a really good tool to do that because I I consider it after my own experience a safe space to reduce alcohol intake. It's a safe space. If I screw up, which I have, um I haven't even used it this past week cuz I've been so busy with other things. So it's like, "Julie, are you there? Are you there?" <laughs> you know. So I mean, they check in every day, um, but I have to say that there have been some rough nights that I've had where I'm just like, whoa, I, I totally, epic failure on my part. I, I drank more than I was supposed to today, or I drank when I wasn't supposed to drink, but yet it's always met with um, encouragement. It's never met, you're never, I was never, ever felt like, it was impunity. Ju- Julie, you're such a tool. What are you doing over there? You know what I mean? It was just... It was just a positive experience and very encouraging. Yeah, and that's that's so key to the Sunnyside brand. You know, even the Sunnyside name is really about this idea of kind of brighter mornings and positivity and, and living life on the sunny side of the street, if you will. And and what we've really found in the research and in, in kind of interacting with you know, tens of thousands of, of people over the last couple of years is that it's such a fine line to not feel judged in this space because there's there's so much shame that you know permeates our society around. Do I have a drinking problem? And am I an alcoholic, right? You know, am I a problem drinker versus am I, am I othered from everyone else because of, of my consumption? And so at Sunnyside, what we're really seeking to help folks understand is that, no, first of all, you're, you're not some other kind of problem problem person, but actually there's there's many, many millions of people in the U.S. who are kind of on that same journey and who you know, really have an opportunity to, to improve their wellness um, through kind of more mindful consumption. So, so you're accepted and you're, you're part of something large rather than you, know, you have a, a problem or you have a you know, some alcoholic label and secondarily just you know by being positive and picking you up when when things don't go to plan you know that's what really helps folks kind of stay engaged and stay with it for the long term we expect ups and downs on this journey and we don't expect our customers to be perfect 
But as long as you kind of keep taking those steps forward every single day and keep learning from the days when things don't exactly go as planned, you know, that's really how you're going to make these small atomic changes every single day that lead to huge results in the long term. And, and so, you know, we really, we really focus on accountability, helping you kind of stay accountability, accountable and, and feel supported, but never judged and always knowing that, you know, we are a, a trusted, safe space uh, and we're, we're only here to kind of help you take that next step when, when things get tough. And doesn't the, the program also provide data in terms of money spent, calories, yeah. calories saved? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so that, that goes back to the, to the same point of this idea that, you know, managing alcohol should be something that we do proactively and as a positive investment in our wellness rather than, you know, reactive, just kind of trying to fix our drinking. And so what, what we try to do is, is instead of saying, you know, hey, here's your streak of sober days, which, which most of the other kind of services in the alcohol space do, you know, we really focused on here's the consecutive number of days that you simply logged your consumption, whether that was zero or a 10. And so we really help you to kind of build that just daily habit of, of awareness about how much you're consuming. And then in, in reward for that kind of daily act of, of tracking and of logging, what you see is the impact that, you know, your, your increased mindfulness has on your overall health, wellness, and lifestyle. And so we contextualize uh, the changes to your drinking habits relative to your starting point in terms of dollars saved, in terms of extra nights of great sleep where you don't wake up feeling groggy or, or not you know, your best self. Uh, in terms of calories avoided, these kind of empty sugar calories that, that you know, alcohol ends up um, right. contributing a lot toward, towards weight, weight gain, um, you know, and generally just mindfulness, mindful days where, you've, where you did what you said you were going to do. Even if that means you said you were going to have a moderate drinking day, you know, sticking to that goal is a win in our book, uh, even if it's not a zero. Uh, and so it really is important for us to help you to help connect the dots between the role that alcohol plays in those other broad areas of your health. Um, so that you can really understand how high leverage the investment is in changing drinking, not for drinking's sake, but for the impact that it has kind of broadly across uh, your, your life, basically. And in the other part, too, is in, in our society, we want everything to happen yesterday. I say this all the time mm-hmm. because I myself want everything to happen yesterday. So um, I've been conditioned. But the same, the, the really important piece to this, I feel like, is this is changing, this is geared toward changing people's habits. And whether, whatever habit that may be, you really have to, you really have to kind of, you know, it, it takes a while. I, what does it take, like 40 days to change a habit? Is that what they're saying? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah 40 that's, days. The, that's, the, that's the going number. <laughs> that's the going number. In 40 days, when you're, you know, kind of used to drinking the amount, you're looking at 40 days like, wait, what? And... Um, and it's just such a great way to build new habits and health. Yeah, and it really works. I mean, the, yeah. the really important thing that we're seeing is that you know, in 30 days, our customers are reducing their consumption by about 30% on yeah. average. Mm-hmm. Um, and importantly, they're not then yo-yoing back. You know, often when you when you think about things like you know, fad diets and these these other kind of um, shorter term programs, what yeah. you see is that people can make make a change in a month, but then immediately bounce back to their old habits. So we see a 29% reduction in the first month that sustains for the, for the right. lifetime of the, of the customer journey. And about more than 40% of customers are still engaging with Sunnyside in their second year. So this isn't something that's yeah. like, come in, you know, fix your drinking and leave. But rather we provide a utility that just helps you keep alcohol in its proper place and yeah. in balance within your overall health. And we expect this to be a lifetime journey, right? The fact that there's so many stimuli. Yep, I agree. I, I, 
Yeah, and just the, the stimuli to drink both internally and externally are everywhere in society. And so having a companion with you uh, along the way just really helps to, to make changes and make changes that stick. And the companion piece is true because it's part of my routine. So every morning I get that text and then, you know, at night, so it, it checks in with you twice daily. And if you forget to check in, it reminds you. But it is part of my daily routine. And honestly, I don't, I, I, I mean, I feel better for it, but I also wonder, gosh, I, I can't even imagine not waking up to, to those texts in a way. <laughs> Sometimes it just yeah. feels so good to hit zero. You know, it's like exactly. Oh. I, I feel the same way. I mean, I was I was drinking almost every day when when I started using Sunnyside when I when I designed the system and you know and I'm I'm consistently not drinking Sunday through uh, through Thursday and just getting those those zeros and, and the green circle and the and the high five is makes yeah. my day too. So you know, frankly, it's it's made a huge huge impact on my own life in addition to you know the lives of the tens of thousands of people that we we worked with up to this point. Yeah. So it's so cool to hear you're, you're feeling that same experience. Yeah. I know exactly where you're coming from. That's such positive reinforcement. I mean, it's so great. And it's empowering. It makes you feel like you did this. It's about uh, your own self doing it. And it's not something someone's doing for you. It's something that you're doing for yourself. Do you have any good success stories? Like, is there anything like, for us, when we hear feedback, we're lucky. You know, and the podcast has shown us enormous feedback. And of course, when we work with people, we get feedback and it just makes our world go around. Like it, it feeds the passion that we have and it just, it's just so incredible. And we're so grateful for that feedback. And um, I was wondering, do you get a lot of feedback from your customers? Yeah, we do. And it's one of the best parts of the job, for sure. Um, so, you know, because we're a text message-based service, um, our customers are texting with us like they would text a friend. You know, it's, it's really easy that, that this fits into their lives. But they also text us when they're feeling good, you know. So we're, we're hearing things like, you know, um, it's definitely helped me to be more aware of how much I drink. Uh, you know, I'm just reading from some, some our recent NPS survey. You know, I don't always do uh, what I commit, but I don't lie. Accountability is, is really a help. My coach yeah. is always helpful. I feel like my coach is there for me. It gives me encouragement sometimes. Uh, and I wonder why that person puts up with me. Uh, I'm not the model person. I always do feel backed up, and I so appreciate that. So there's, there's just stuff like that that just keeps us, and especially our, our, our coaching team and our, and our part-time peer coaches going. I mean, that opportunity to not only achieve your goals, but then also help others to have these just profound uh, impacts on their own lives is I mean, it's why we do it. It's hey. why we show up every single day. And it's a mission that we are absolutely motivated by every day. So, hey, Nick, are you going to make any alterations to your, your program regarding a drink and a half versus two? <laughs> yeah, we're definitely working on it. We've, we've been doing a lot of stuff uh, behind the scenes to, to uh, kind of make the text message experience even more uh, kind of delightful. And so the big thing now, you know, it started that you had to text really specific commands to, to be able to track and now we, we recognize, you know, natural language. So you could say, you know, I had three beers and a margarita on a boat yesterday. And that, that should work to, to kind of track, which is, which yeah. is pretty fun. Um, and then the half drinks thing is something that, that we should actually unlock as, as a part of that. So that we can get a little bit more granular and, and accurate um, with uh, with the kind of tracking model. Yeah. So uh, we've definitely, definitely heard that feedback. And it's, uh, it's something oh, that's we're, we're thinking I'm about not as the well. Only, I'm not the only one then. <laughs> so Nick, what, what's, yeah. the, what's the best way for all of our listeners to get access to your program? Yeah, so the best way to find us is to, to visit us online at sunnyside.co, that's C-O, so not, not .com. 
uh, you can get started in about five minutes with a with a web diagnostic, um, where we'll we'll kind of collect information about your goals, your current habits, a little bit more about who you are and, and what areas of your drinking that you're looking to change. And from there, we'll generate a custom plan for you that you can jump right in and get started with. Um, you know, really on on, on day one. Um, getting started, we, we've got a 15-day free trial, so folks can, can jump in and, and get started for free and decide if the, if the program is right for you. Um, and then we, we charge $99 a year for, uh, for the service. And for most of our members, that pays itself off in the first month in terms of the drinks that they're saving and the dollars that they're saving by not spending as much on alcohol. So uh, sunnyside.co to, to get started. It's um, really quick and easy, and uh, we, we would love and, and welcome the opportunity to work with anyone who's even just has the inkling that, that you know, alcohol could be uh, an area of opportunity in kind of improving your overall health. Absolutely. And I think also for people who are, are young like you, when you, you know, observed your, your parents um, by the grace of God, you know, just decided what they want you know, to, to eliminate alcohol and make their lives better. Um, there are people who really believe that obviously the genetic predisposition, if, the, if you come from an alcoholic family or you have a sibling or you have parents or grandparents, you know, it's a good program just to have because if you're all concerned from the start, I think it's a great way for people to have a healthy relationship with alcohol from the beginning too, not just from having had too much or worried about their consumption, maybe worried right. about their consumption based on their genetic predisposition, if that makes That's sense. That's right. It, it totally does. And, you know, I, I definitely have felt that and with the help with the, and the guidance from my parents to, to kind of recognize my, my own habits and my own kind of tendencies to, to overdo it and to sometimes have trouble with the off switch uh, when, I, when I do start drinking. And it's so interesting in, in kind of, you know, working with, with and, and building this team and this company up to this point um, has been you know, recognizing just the different types of, of drinkers out there and, and accepting all of them and, and really being able to cater our program to wherever it is that you're starting. And so if you're you know not drinking mostly during the week but binge drinking on the weekends, uh, we can absolutely help with that. If you're maybe more worried about frequency and you know, you've know got a daily two glass of wine habit after work, uh, we, we can absolutely help with that as well. Um, and so, again, kind of this with this, you know, continuing with this theme of meeting you where you are and helping you get where you want to be. That's what's what's so important about our program and really about kind of the DNA of Sunnyside is that we're personalizing every aspect of the experience to you um, rather than kind of trying to fit, you know, a square peg into a round hole and, and push everyone down a single path. Right. Well, I think the program is excellent, Nick. Like I said, I recommend it to a lot of my patients. I put it in my my neuropsych evals. Um, I would definitely encourage all of you guys out there, if this is something that you're struggling with, you're curious about, a uh, family member. I think Julie brings up a really good point. If you, you know, genetic uh, history is, is really important for a lot of different psychiatric conditions, um, you know, schizophrenia, bipolarity, certainly the substance abuse and alcoholism is a good way for young people as, you know, they enter into an age where they can drink legally to just be more mindful uh, before it spirals out of control. So. And I and I also think it's a great tool for parents because you know with kids who are I, I didn't have a problem with my kids thankfully, um, but with my own children. But I do see parents struggling with their kids who are you know have mental health issues and and also you know dabbling in substances of course you know but 
maybe to catch it early, maybe this would be something that could be introduced to an adolescent, let's say, that would totally remove the nagging and the arguing and in, in, in really empower an adolescent to use a program like this because it's just between them and them. And it's, yeah. not, it's not something being imposed upon them. And it's not punitive and it's not about right. not doing. It's not about all or nothing. Yes. It's really about mindfulness and, and moderation, which is yeah. so key and, and such an important gap to be filled in the spectrum of care when it comes to kind of how we're dealing with these types of substances in our lives and, and helping others around us and our loved ones to, to do the same. And there's really no shame in this, right? I mean, I think one of the key messages here is it's the majority of the population is drinking, you know, one in two people are saying that they want to change their drinking habits. You are with a massive group. If, if this is something that, that, you know, feels like an inkling for you that you might want to explore, uh, we're, we're ready to kind of welcome you with, with open arms and, uh, and, and provide a, a positive and proactive space for you to make the changes that, that you're seeking to make. And from a, from a clinical perspective, Julie and I certainly endorse this program, and I would strongly encourage you guys, definitely check it out. Uh, and Nick, thank you so much for doing this podcast with us. It's, it's a relevant yeah, thanks, topic. Nick. It's something that we confront on a, on a daily basis. Uh, alcohol is usually a symptom of something underlying it could be a lot of people are self-medicating, whether it's depression, whether that's bipolarity, whether that's social, a, a, anxiety. A social anxiety. So there's a, there's a, it rarely is it ever just alcohol use or cannabis use or substance use. There's, from my perspective as a diagnostician, there's always something else there. So really appreciate you taking the time, Nick, to do this. And uh, certainly we'll continue to promote this program from our perspective. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you both so much and I'm um, just so thankful to, to be a part of the program and um, and excited to uh, to continue the conversation and and um, yeah. yeah thank you so much for, for having me all right of course. all well, right you take take care, care. Yeah. be well uh, all right you too, you all too. Right. Bye-bye. bye bye well <clears throat> it's a great program um, like I said I've used it for a variety of people uh, different conditions or different you know maladaptive habitual behaviors um, it's very easy um and you know it's it's a it's, it's a part of our culture it's a part of most cultures um but it can spiral out of control but i you know i wanted to at least bring nick on because i think what the work is is it doesn't it takes away that punitive part of it and i think sometimes people feel even getting into the mental health system that you're going to be judged by your therapist you're going to be judged by your prescriber you're going to be judged by you know, as, as some as being something defective. So, uh, certainly encourage you guys to check it out. Anything else you want to say? No, I think we've pretty much um, nailed it to a degree. How um, alcohol and substance use is 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 a symptom of of something else going on. And you know, are there straight up addictions? Of course, there are straight up addictions, but. And in my travels, I humbly say that more often than not, I, I it's very rare that I meet someone who's truly wanted to become an addict um, from when they were small. I think no one, it's just like Cora always says, nobody, nobody's born into this world and wants to be homeless um, or downtrodden. You know, we say that every time we see a homeless person. Um, it, I think the same is is true for substance use and 
I think nobody wants to be addicted to substances and I, tolerance does build up and it's a, it's very much a trap and it doesn't get better without help. However, usually, and I say this with love, anyone who is struggling with substance use of any kind, I believe you're, you're, at least, you're trying to assuage anxiety, um, trauma, depression. Some people use it to manage bipolar disorder and some people use it to manage schizophrenia. But social anxiety is a big factor here. And that is with, you know, the younger generations coming up, wanting to belong to a group or their peers. And a lot of them start. And that's sort of when a lot of us did start is like, oh, I just one drink makes me a little less inhibited and I'm friendlier and I'm interacting with people and, you know, and and it's not just adolescents, it's adults. Sometimes adults don't feel comfortable unless they have a cocktail or two. And again, bringing it back to the celebration of when we use alcohol, you know, champagne, and it's associated with good things as well, weddings and parties. But I'm think I'm glad I'm glad Nick created this program. I just think it's so wonderful and I highly recommend it to anyone who is open to it. Well, until next week, guys, uh, continue to contact me through Psychology Today. Uh, email me directly at psychologyunplugged at outlook.com or contact me directly at 617-750-9411, East Coast Standard Time. Until next week, be well, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Bye, guys. <laughs>